In this bulletin, thousands of Australian private sector companies reveal their gender pay gaps. Police continue searching for the bodies of Luke Davies and Jesse Baird. And in cricket, India has beaten England by five wickets. With the latest SBS News, I'm Greg Diet. Some of Australia's biggest companies have had their gender wage gap data made public for the first time, with transport, construction and mining among the worst affected. The Workplace Gender Equality Agency has published the median gender pay gaps of nearly 5,000 Australian private sector employers with 100 or more workers. The report has been welcomed across the political spectrum by federal politicians. Deputy Opposition Leader Susan Lee says the information makes clear who's getting it right and who's getting it wrong. Federal Minister for Women Katie Gallagher has told the ABC the publication of this data would incentivise businesses to improve. I don't think it's surprising in the fact that we've got a lot of businesses where there is a substantial pay, gender pay gap. This is really about driving improved performance, making sure businesses understand what what is going on in their own business and uh, trying to get a better deal, um, more gender pay equality. Former Prime Minister Scott Morrison will bid farewell to federal parliament with a final speech before his retirement from politics. Mr Morrison is due to give his valedictory speech to the House of Representatives today, capping off a 16-year career in Parliament. The speech comes after Mr Morrison announced in January that he'd step away from politics in February for a job in the corporate sector. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he will attend Parliament for Mr Morrison's speech. Police are continuing the search for the bodies of Luke Davies and Jesse Baird, following confirmation a patrol car responded to a triple zero call made from one of the couple's phones. New South Wales police say they're yet to find anything in the search of rural land in Bungonia, almost 200 kilometres southeast of Sydney, but are leaving no stone unturned and believe there still may be evidence in the area. Police allege the couple was murdered by 28-year-old police constable Bo Lamar Condon, who's currently in custody but has exercised his right to silence after receiving legal advice. They've confirmed a triple zero call was made from 29-year-old Mr Davies' mobile phone four minutes after neighbours heard gunshots from the house in inner-city Paddington. A patrol car was later sent searching for the source of the call, which was disconnected before anyone spoke, with officers later unable to locate the user. A political ally of Russian opposition politician Alexei Navalny has claimed he was close to being freed in a prisoner swap at the time of his death. Russian journalist Maria Pepka has made an unverified claim that Russian President Vladimir Putin could not tolerate the thought of him being released and had him killed. Speaking on YouTube, she says talks about exchanging Mr Navalny and two unnamed US citizens for a Russian security service operative jailed in Germany were in their final stages. There's been immediate comment from the Kremlin which has denied state involvement in his death. A parliamentary group is offering federal MPs the chance to test drive electric cars ahead of the end of consultations on the government's proposed vehicle efficiency standard. The Parliamentary Friends of Electric Vehicles is hosting an electric transport roundtable in Canberra. 
alongside community and industry groups, in support of measures to reduce transport costs and pollution. Opposition leader Peter Dutton has called the standard a new tax on cars and utes, claiming the price of some vehicles would go up dramatically. But Solar Citizens Chief Executive Heidi Douglas says it would mean more efficient and affordable cars brought into Australia. If we'd had fuel efficiency standards as proposed in 2016, Australians would have saved $27.5 billion in fuel costs. We can't afford for the delays of fuel efficiency standards any longer. In cricket, India has beaten England by five wickets to secure a home test series win in the fourth test in Ranchi on Monday. The hosts initially cruised to 84 without a wicket after a modest 192 from England in the second innings. But the English spinners engineered a collapse that left them reeling at five for 120. But Shubman Gill and Ruf Jurel combined in an unbroken stand to win the series 3-1 with one test remaining. Ben Stokes, suffering his first defeat as England captain, says it was a great test match nonetheless. If you look at the scoreboard, India win by five wickets. Uh, I don't think it really gives enough credit to, to sort of the game as a whole. You know, the amount of ebbs and flows, you know, every single day that happened. Um, and, you know, I've got to give so much credit to, you know, our spinners. I'm Greg Diet, and that's the latest SBS News.